soil is formed? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Get your notebooks out. Hello everybody, my name is Rob, this is Everyday Hunter Heroes, I can speak, I swear, under the official Rob Glasser Network, and today we're going to have a class in session. Today we're going to go Pedology 101, which is literally the science of soil and all things related. Now this might seem like a very odd category, however, for those who are studying environmental science, for those who are studying geography, or just for those who are studying the history of how the world changes, this is a very key part to that. Now we're going to pull information from the Queensland government website. They have an entire blog devoted to that. So get your pencils ready. Let's start. So first off, how soils form? That's really the question we're answering, right? So what is it? Soil is the thin layer of material covering the earth's surface and is formed from the weathering of rocks. It is made up mainly of mineral particles, organic materials, air, water, and also living organisms, all of which interact slowly yet constantly. Most plants get their nutrients, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Most plants get their nutrients from the soil and they are the main source of food for humans, animals, and birds. Therefore, most living things on land depend on soil for their existence. Soil is a valuable resource that needs to be carefully managed as it is easily damaged, washed, or blown away. If we understand soil and manage it properly, we will avoid destroying it and, uh, and also one of the most essential building blocks of the environment and food security. So, let's talk about the soil profile. This is very important to know. Obviously, you want to know how it forms, but you want to know what it is made of so you know how everything works. Um, as soil develops over time, layers or horizons form a soil profile. Most soil profiles cover the earth as two main layers, topsoil or subsoil. Soil horizons are the layers in the soil, so you move down the soil, soil profile. A soil profile may have soil horizons that are easy or difficult to distinguish. Excuse me, guys. All right, so most soils exhibit three. First one. A, it's the A horizon, a humus-rich topsoil where nutrient organic matter and biological activity is the highest. That's where you see the earthworms, that's where you see microorganisms, that's where also we see the plant roots as well. The A horizon is usually darker than other horizons because the, of the organic materials. B horizon, clay-rich soil, I'm sorry, clay-rich subsoil, this horizon is often less fertile than the topsoil, but holds more moisture. It de uh, generally is more lighter than the uh, horizon A and less biologically active. Texture may be heavier than A horizon as well. And lastly, we have C horizon, underlying weathered rock from which the A and B horizons are formed. Some soils may also have what's called O horizon, mainly consisting of plant litter which has accumulated on the soil surface. The properties of horizons are used to distinguish between soils and determine land use potential. So let's stop here for a second as well. A, B, and C. A is what you can see really with your eye. O is sometimes what you get a little bit extra on top if there's litter on the bottom, plant litter. But A is what you see regularly. That's the stuff that's dark that you step on when you're going hiking, when you're going camping. B 
is basically the entire underground earth of the soil there. And then C is at the bottom, 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 all the sediment and the rocks that are growing. So when you think of it that way, it's pretty simple, right? You have the stuff you can see, you have the middle ground, and then you have the wave bottom. Now, what are some factors that can affect soil formation? Well, first off, physical weathering. The breakdown of rocks from the result of a mechanical action. This can be temperature changes, abrasion where rocks collide with each other, or even frost that can accumulate. So anything that can happen outside uh, generally will cause physical weathering. That's again, temperature, abrasion, and even frost. Just three examples. Number two, it could be chemical weathering. This happens when rocks react with water, air, or other chemicals. Now, this, now the first two are natural chemical reactions. It's what happens when the air and the water hit it. If you guys have fish tanks or if you guys have ever washed rocks or tumbled rocks, you'll know that water actually breaks down rocks in a way, sometimes making them shiny, sometimes disintegrating them, depending on how firm the rock material is. However, the one that we're not so proud of is the chemical reactions. This usually happens in cities, near factories, basically anywhere where there's human interaction because chemicals will come in. That is where people get a little concerned. That's where the environmental scientists come in and try to make sure that whatever chemicals are being used are not causing any harm or the minimalist as possible. And lastly, biological. This can be caused by burrowing or living things. Burrowing animals help water and air get into rocks and plant roots can grow cracks into rocks, making them split. So animals like moles, mice, rats, um, even carnivores like weasels for that measure or badgers, all digging kind of animals. They will allow water and air to get in there via their way of making a burrow. But plants do the same thing. Trees and larger plants are heavy enough to break rocks. Have you ever walked down the street and noticed your sidewalk cracked? That's probably from a tree or vegetation nearby. The accumulation of material through the action of water, wind, and gravity also contributes. So here are some materials. Number one, parent materials. Minerals forming the basis of soil. Well, that makes sense, right? Soil is going to be made up of its own minerals, so the original parent materials are going to be found there. Number two, living organisms. They can influence soil formation. Whether it's an animal or plant, their doings will cause how the uh, soil forms. Number three, climate affecting the rate of weathering and organic decomposition. Number four, topography, the grade of sloping, affecting drainage, erosion, and deposition. And five, time, influencing soil properties. So all of these things make a lot of sense, right? It could be a living thing. It could be the amount of time it's been there. It could be the way the land is built. The climate or just the material itself can affect how it is. Now, one of the main things to write down, remember here, guys, soil minerals form the basis of soil. They are produced from rocks, the parent material, through the process of weathering and natural erosion. Water, wind, temperature change, gravity, chemical interaction, living organisms, and even pressure differences will help break down parent material. The types of parent material and conditions under which they break down will influence the properties of the soil form. For example, soils formed from granite are often sandy and infertile, whereas moist conditions will give you clay fertile soil. Now, what about these organisms is super important. Well, soil that is influenced by organisms um, will allow 
different things to happen or not happen depending. As soil forms, plants begin to grow in it. The plants mature, die, and new ones take their place. The leaves and roots are added to the soil. Animals eat their plants, and the waste eventually from their bodies is added to the soil. This begins to change the soil. Things like fungi, worms, and other um, fun critters that will uh, get rid of it or turn it into something else, and it will eventually become organic matter. This could be things like peat or charcoal. Now, climate, we just said, is very important as well. Uh, it affects the rates of weathering, but depending on where you are, it will be a little different. Colder, drier areas are slower. Heat and moisture areas are rather rapid. Now that's probably because moisture really gets into things quicker. And when you add the heat to that, it's almost like, it's like you're baking something, right? The higher the temperature, the quicker it's going to go up. Kind of a weird example, but you get what I mean. Topography here, we we're talking about a second ago. Now again, not only the slope, but the shape and the length. So the aspect of a slope in the ground determines the type of vegetation, indicates the amount of rainfall. The factors change the way the soil forms. Soil materials are progressively moved throughout the landscape via water, gravity, wind, and other things. For example, heavy rains that erode soils will move the soils to other areas. The soils left on steep hills are usually shallower. Now there's three kinds of transported soils, or three examples. Alluvial, that is stuff transported by rain and water. Colluvial, gravity transported. And aeolian, wind transported. Um, we can go into more about soil erosion on another day, but that just kind of gives you a few things. And then lastly here, the time. So soil properties may vary depending on how long the soil has been weathered. Minerals from the rocks are further weathered to form materials such as clay, and oxides of iron and aluminum. Now, funny enough, places like Queensland, where this article is from, have a lot of ancient soil. Their deserts are vast. A lot of their rock formations and deserts contain a lot of old material. So it's not that odd to find some different materials over there than you would somewhere else. Examples of that could be something like the Grand Canyon if you go down to the lower levels that are older. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, even parts of Nevada and Utah, for that matter, places that have a lot of open area that hasn't been changed too much can have a lot of material. So this is actually pretty interesting, guys. What do you think? Soil formation is key to a healthy environment around you. Not only does it help the animals and plants outside, but you want to make sure that it is strong enough, clean enough, and supportive enough uh, to make sure that everything it has to do is done and it doesn't interfere with any daily life. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We had a fun day today, didn't we? We talked about some awesome uh, TV shows this morning and we ended up with class at the end of the day here. Let us know what other classes you want to talk about on here. Uh, if you haven't yet, we'll throw up the shirt um, a little bit later so you can pick up a uh, shirt from our store. As always, guys, thank you for watching. We love you. We love the support. And stay curious. We'll see you.